know me, but I guess you know this city of mine. Nobody knows New York better than me. And what a place it is. New York. City for conquest. She never stands still and she never grows old because the dreams of her children are the lifeblood that flows through her heart. And this city has a heart, a great heart, but it's hard to find it. This is a story of five young people who looked for the heart of New York, each searching in their own way. This is young Danny. His arms are sturdy and his courage is strong. He'll grow with the city till his fists beat out a tattoo of triumph on the heart of the world. Suppose I do join up with the pack and run with them. I can do something besides juggling a packing case. I got two fists to beat the way for both of us. All you gotta do is say the word. This is Danny's girl, Peggy. A flower that grew right out of the pavements. Danny loves this girl, but she'd rather dance. A passion, love and bravery. A brown bag lunch and a mug of tea. Through gates of horn and ivory. We're dreaming in Hell's Kitchen Pugnacious politicians in their armor-plated suits Initiate the wealthy while they fiddle with their flutes They're crusaders, alexanders, they're napoleons to boot They're seeking fresh objectives on the borders of the kitchen There's this one and there's that one gracing mansion on the street Denouncing some poor devil who has nothing left to eat And he's not allowed to sleep here so we best stay on his feet We care so much about him that we'll kick him from the kitchen We care so much about him that we'll kick him from the kitchen of horn and ivory We're dreaming in Hell's Kitchen There's many on the bread line that never tried to fight Many that have earned the bread by working day and night And with all their sweat and labour was a chance that saw them right While a hazard of the dice left the others by the kitchen Stinks and he's a drunkard, the bum we just passed by And I think but for the grace of God, likewise there go I And that buck inside his cup is less compassion or a sigh Than libation for a dream when I'm dreaming in Hell's Kitchen Libation for a dream when I'm dreaming in Hell's Kitchen of horn and ivory We're dreaming in Hell's Kitchen
comes the ice, the Walker Rotors. Absolutely brilliant collaboration of members of Dropkick Murphy's Floggin' Molly in the Pogues. I believe that's led by James Fernley, accordion and mandolin player of the legendary The Pogues. We begin with The Prodigals with Dreamin' in Hell's Kitchen. Uh, happy Halloween. This episode will have a special guest, Joby Fox of Refugee Rescue. Check them out at refugeerescue.org. Show your support and love for people who really need our support this time of the year. He's going to be talking about this brilliant cause of Refugee Rescue. Happy Halloween, and uh, we really can't we can't do any better than this absolutely brilliant tune by 1916 from Rochester, New York. Mm-hmm. 
I'm an old timer, I travel the road. I sit in me wagon and lumber me load. My hotel is the jungle, a camp me abode, and I'm well known to Blondie and Mary. Me liquor is diesel, I laced with Stunky, and the old highway code was me first ABC. And I cut me eye teeth on an old AEC, and I'm champion at keeping them rolling. I've sat in the cabin and broiled in the sun Been snowed up on shop on the Manchester run I've crawled through the fog with me twenty-two tons Of fish that was stinking like blazing From London to Glasgow to the Newcastle Cay From Liverpool, Preston and Bristol City The Palones on the road give the thumb sign to me but I'm champion at keeping them rolling. You may sing of your soldiers and sailors so bold, but there's many and many a hero untold who sits at the wheel in the heat and the cold day after day without sleeping. So watch out for cops and slow down at the bends. Check all your gauges and watch your big end. Fancy with your lights when you pass an old friend. You'll be champion at keeping them rolling. So watch out for cops and slow down at the bends. Check all your gauges and watch your big ends. And zig with your lights when you pass an old friend. You'll be champion at keeping them rolling.
11 when she pulled the plug 26 reds and a bottle of wine Bobby got leukemia, 14 years old He looked like 65 when he died He was a friend of mine Up in Manhattan, sly in Vietnam, bullet in the head. Bobby O did on Drano on the night that he was wet. They were two more friends of mine, two more friends that died. From a hotel room, Bobby hung himself from a cell in the tombs. Judy jumped in front of a subway train. Eddie got slit in the jugular vein. And Eddie, I miss you more than all the others. And I salute you, brother. Tell room. 
himself from Estelle in the tunes Judy turned in front of his subway train And Eddie got slid in the jugular vein Eddie, I miss you more than all the others This song is for you, my brother
become Nicaraguan These people with nothing Cast their shackles away They've endured all God's hardships And all man's oppression The brave Nicaraguans Are still in the dead There's a storm in the mountains The children are dying America's trying to fight a war She can't win The Contras are lackeys of men with no scruples The United Fruit Company And on now that So walk tall Nicaraguan Walk proudly and prosper May your hearts never wither Will it do all away Viva Nicaragua Y los Nicaraguenses Viva Nicaragua, Nicaragua God's curse on you, Raiden You cruel-hearted monster History shall judge you And history shall weep If you harm Nicaragua From now till forever Till hell freezes over May you never know sleep And walk tall Nicaragua Walk proudly and prosper May your fears never wither Where we grow away Viva Nicaragua Y los Nicaraguenses Viva Hello, Joby. Good morning. How's it going? Hold on, let me get that. Just a wee second here, just trying to get uh, this thing going. Okay. Yeah. How's that sound? Yeah, it sounds very clear. Ah, uh, next one, Rory. That's great, man. How's it going? Um, I'm not too bad. Not too bad. It's been, yeah, it's been a busy day, but I kind of... Uh, yeah, I've got a wee rest there, and I'm a wee bit more refreshed. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so feeling, uh, you're, you're a musician, right? I was. I think it was uh, Nita said that you've been involved with music most of your life. Forty years. Wow, 40 that's years. a long time. <laughs> it Absolutely. Is, it is. <laughs> people, where I come from, Rory, they say uh, uh, people have got out of jail quicker than that, you know. <laughs> that, that's a fact <laughs> that I understand too well <laughs> exactly exactly. so uh, when did Refugee Rescue begin if you just give me like a brief history and why did you feel that it was a group you had to get involved with well uh, you know I've been kind of uh, involved in humanitarian uh, different initiatives over the years and as as previously stated there, I've been involved in music. So uh, I 
really it was 2016 and uh, I just, my, me and my partner, we just had a little baby, little Rory Fox. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, cheers. 16 months. That was, that was way back then. He's, he's like uh, seven, seven now. I've gone on it, but, uh, you know, we've seen what was unfolding, uh, on, on the, on the shores of, of Europe. And, uh, you know, we were watching the, the newsreels and, uh, they just got worse and worse. And, uh, the, uh, it sort of, uh, uh, there was a there was an image of a child uh, washing up on a sandy beach, uh, a little boy called Alan Curry, and I think that that just sort of uh, was the last straw, really. And uh, I was sitting at home, and like a lot of people, you know, you you, you sort of almost have an argument with the the the, the television, you know. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I you know it was it was kind of like that. I was getting more and more angry about it. And then eventually I said to my partner, you know, I'm going to go down there. And which was a, a four hour flight really from, from Belfast, Ireland to, to, uh, the island of Lesbos, which is a Greek island where, where the main, uh, influx of people from, from the Syrian war was occurring. And within that, uh, uh, small, uh, uh, crossing of some six or seven miles, there were people, uh, Dan, Every day, and uh, there were no uh, uh, agencies there to to uh, assist them, uh, and they weren't they weren't uh, helping at all. And some of the big humanitarian agencies weren't weren't there also. They were quite complicit in the early days of of kind of stand off and don't encourage it, don't create a don't create a pull factor. But uh, so that was unfolding. I went down and. Uh, I spent uh, my first night uh, on a beach with six other civilians out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, uh, I took in my first boat that night uh, and the boat ended up on the rocks. There were 60 people, children, women, men in the water. Wow. And That's, that was uh, it. Absolutely <laughs> courageous. I got to, I got to, you know, you know, say say that you know right away that obviously that was a very brave thing for you to do, and I have nothing but absolute respect and admiration for that. Appreciate that, there, uh, Rory. But you know, I thought it would go down there for two weeks, maybe. You know, help out a bit, be a bit tactile. But that first night ensured that uh, I wasn't able to walk away from it really, and uh, I suppose uh, growing up in the streets of West Belfast. And seeing Manny's in a justice, you know, uh, right across the board, I have to say. Uh, yeah. In, in, uh, I knew that this wasn't some far off where, where it wasn't anything to do to, with me. But, you know, I, I'm a European. This was happening on the, on the borders of Europe. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was just reading on your website and it said that in 2021, at least 615 people have drowned or gone missing in the Mediterranean. On April 22nd of this year, up to 130 migrants were left to die by the authorities at sea off the coast of Libya. Is there a, is there a light at the end of this dark tunnel? I mean, um, 
what what do you think is the biggest obstacle for i mean obvious there's people that need help and there's so many governments that have all these excuses for why they're not getting involved what is what is uh what is the main obstacle do you think for for this situation I think it, you know, it's, it's, it literally is like how long is a piece of string? You know, it's like, uh, these people are going to come, you know, the world is, you know, it's post-colonialism, you know, these are all the reasons for these things, you know, uh, countries that were, were muted from development, you know, for various reasons. Uh, and uh, you know they're they're at different stages in in uh, societal uh, progress. Yeah, you know, you know, should it be, you know, gay people are are you know hunted down and 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 uh, jailed, and you know it's a crime, or you know it's poverty, or it's it's war, or you know somebody but has also- the, somebody has like the wrong religion, people. You know, the government says or just greed a lot of times right that's right but it's also wars also too Rory you know we on that uh, Aegean route which is uh, the Greek uh, island that I was talking about we were down there for five years and we've seen a multitude of Afghanis on that route and obviously the Syrian war it it was mostly people from the Syrian war uh, flooding out through Turkey out through Syria through Turkey and then into into Europe that way, and you know, often people would say, you know, <clears throat> why do they do these things and take this perilous journey? Well, you just have to ask yourself again, how dead? You know, the answer is, how, how desperate do you have to be to do that? Because yeah. people can't. You got to be. I mean, you got to be in a situation where you've got no others. You've got no other option. Absolutely. That is exactly it. And you know, you know, the they're they're. A lot of the times, in, in many cases, there there's there is exploitation through uh, the uh, the smugglers themselves, the smugglers network and stuff. And take for example, uh, Afghani's or uh, Syrians, they've never seen the sea before. You know what I mean? They've wow. never seen the sea. They're landlocked. You know, yeah. and they go they go on a promise to to get into Europe, and then the next minute they're faced with getting into a rubber dinghy. On on high seas, you know, and that's got to be a that's got to be a really scary thing to do in the first place. It, it it totally is, and you know, and 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 frankly, I don't have all the answers, and you know, but our ethos as humanitarians is that we're going to be there, and we're we're on the high seas, and maritime law applies, and there's nobody can stop us from going to to your to to their rescue, which we do. And our last mission, for example, was in the Mediterranean, uh, working alongside a, a German uh, humanitarian search and rescue outfit called uh, uh, CI. And Refugee Rescue uh, saved 460 people wow. uh, in that mission. And 160 of them were, were uh, uh, children. And so many times, you know, I... I Many times I, I get interviewed uh, and they'll ask, people will ask questions and you know, there might be, you know, on, on various uh, radio shows, let's say, in this end Europe, right-wingers, you know, coming in and, and, and trying to give their analysis of, of, of things. And, 
that they, they always see me as a bit of a lefty or something like that. Well, it, it's, it's, it, my poli- politics is irrelevant because it's not about politics. It's about humanitarianism. And, 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 and they're always posing questions about where do they come and what about this and what about that. Frankly, I don't have all the answers. We don't have all the answers. We only know it's that... It's the history of mankind anyways. I mean... We, we began in Africa and, uh, you know, as a, as a species, we've been everywhere. Why can't people look at that situation? The fact that, you know, we've, we've basically, uh, am I losing you? No, no. You're <laughs> All right. I couldn't see you. All right. <clears throat> but, you know, uh, like what difference does it really make? You know uh, where they come from if they need your help. That's what I'm saying. A hundred percent, Rory. You know, and I it just I just wonder about people. Uh, you know that make these statements. You know they tend to look at they're looking at these people like they're battery hens or something, or if they're turkeys or something. You know what I mean? Or you know that they're not human. You know what I mean? They sort of miss out on the the most important thing is we're talking about human beings here yeah. in the sea. You know, with their whole families and, and rubber dinghies are vessels that aren't suitable for the high seas. And, you know, they're in the water. And I would ask anybody listening, just go to uh, refugeerescue.org or look for us on uh, YouTube and look at some of our, our uh, YouTube videos and look at what we've got. They're not gratuitous. We've had to, you know, take out some of the really, really disturbing stuff. But you can see what we're up against. You know, we have a vessel there, a highly sophisticated vessel, and it's called Mokara, which is uh, uh, Irish for my friend. And uh, we have many people serving on that, highly skilled people and uh, volunteers. And we're plucking people out of the water, babies, women, children, old people. You know, that's what we do. We don't care who you are. And, uh, you know, that's that's. Uh, that's what we do, and um, we we try to stay as apolitical as possible. But it's not easy to to, yeah, to just it's uh, kinda, you know, the rise of like fascism in uh, in Europe right now. It's kind of hard to be quiet because they seem to be the ones that are most involved with telling people not to help people because they're not the same nationality, they're a different religion hundreds other reasons that really are not relevant to what you were just saying. It's all about humanity. With all the deaths of so many people seeking asylum, uh, what, what can people do to help and or get involved? You kind of were saying, you were saying before we got disconnected, but I think that's the most important thing is for people, there's going to be people out there that would like to get involved. How can they do that? Well, uh, thank you, Rory, very much for bringing that subject up. We, we are pretty much on a drive at the moment, a funding drive, and we're very keen to get the Irish diaspora involved in this, uh, you know, unique Irish uh, initiative. We have a vessel called uh, Mokara, and it uh, has saved 15,000 people's lives. And we're so wow. proud of that over the last it's six absolutely, years. Uh, it's absolutely, you guys should be given the real Nobel Peace Prize, let's face it. That's uh, absolutely, uh, you know, Amazing and, and very, well, thank, uh, and very, very courageous. I mean, you're risking your life for people that are really are strangers. But at the end of the day, isn't that the whole story of, you know, the Good mm-hmm. Samaritan at the end of the day? Rory, as I say, I think Irish people are uniquely placed to identify 
what what's happening now is what's happened uh, down through time, and I think you referenced it earlier there, that in our own Irish psyche, you know, we just go back a couple of hundred years to find a time where we had to do exactly the same for, for poverty and to get away not from... Not too long ago. Yeah, not so Your long ago. ago. Yeah, and, and the same thing's happening. So I, I'm asking and reaching out to the Irish diaspora and, and asking them to get involved and run some fundraisers. There's uh, on refugeerescue.org or on our Facebook at Refugee Rescue Mokara. There's instructions to how to run uh, uh, fundraisers or just donate. And we have... The, our original vessel uh, very soon. Uh, it's a bit tired now, but uh, it's uh, also a, a wonderful vessel and it makes me even emotional talking about it, <laughs> that it's being uh, decommissioned because uh, there's so many stories there, are so many lives that were saved that it's uh, it's just a, 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 a beautiful thing, let's say. But uh, the second uh, vessel, is uh, are part of our crew are up in Iceland at the moment, and it's going to cost a hefty amount of money. We're looking at a, about a uh, hundred grand, and then we have to run it, which is like about one hundred and fifty grand a year. So we need big money, and we're asking anybody out there with that potential or capacity to help uh, get us some big money or small money, whatever whatever's going. Send it our way, please. We've got a, a go. Uh, uh, we've got uh, uh, it, it's like a GoFundMe page. It's out there anyway, and uh, you know you can donate to that. And uh, we really, really want you all to get involved, and 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 hopefully you're as proud of of uh, Mokara as we are, and and the work that it's done. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I really think it's uh, it really is inspirational to hear about groups like yourself that put everything aside, you know, politics and all of the other stuff that, you know, just, I really have nothing to do with, with, you know, helping your fellow, you know, your fellow human being. I think it's uh, very, very brave that there's people like yourself that are made, you know, there's definitely a light at the end of this town, at the end of this very dark tunnel. I just, I, 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 I just don't know who, who are these people that can turn their back on their fellow man. In, 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 in their time of need I don't understand it to me they're an extension of who I am, who my family is you know, who my community is you know they are the community I don't care what nationality they are colour or creed you know, they're part of my family they're part of the big human family and they feel the pain and suffering as much I hate suffering I hate suffering, I've seen too much but I hate it and that's what made, motivates me. It motivates me to keep going, to try and be there and to try and stop the suffering, the needless suffering. And that's, that's, that's what we're about. And uh, I hate suffering, you know. I hate to see it. It's very, uh, you know, extremely, extremely wise. I, I really say that there's, you know, there's still a lot of great people out there that, really have made the world a better place like yourself. And I want to thank, thanks a million for, you know, taking your time out of such a, such a gallant and very brave uh, struggle that you're involved with, 
just to talk to talk to me for a couple of minutes. I know you have probably so many millions of things to do, but I think it was really, uh, you know, just an honor to talk to you about it and feel that, uh, you know, there really is a hope for people who, I mean, a lot of people probably, if I was in that situation, I would imagine that there is no hope. I mean, it ab- absolutely would be a place where I don't think I, I would be brave enough to get into a boat. I don't even know. I couldn't even imagine uh, such a situation. I, I, the thing is, uh, uh, Roy, you know, you know, you would, you know, you're, you're, you know, you can never walk away the, from this thing. If you're anyway half human, decent at all, you know, these people are, they're your blood. You know what I mean? You're, you can't, you know, you can't walk away. I couldn't walk away. You know, in fact, that was one of our, uh, one of our models, uh, back a few years ago was just, you know, don't walk away. You know, don't turn your back. Don't turn your back on these people. Forget about the politics. Forget about all the nonsense and the, the media and the, the whole kind of binary debate, you know, the polarized debate around it. It's rubbish. It's rubbish. No, nobody, no, nobody's going to be swamped by people coming into different, you know, you know, swamping people's countries. There's always going to be migration. But in this case, these are, these are people that are desperate. They don't have a home. They haven't got a home. You know, not to mention that a lot of people, and I hate to say it, and this part of the world are responsible for a lot of these people having to leave their home. I, that sounds kind of political, but I study a lot of the the um, the crisis of a lot of the refugees and the greed of the country I live in has a lot to do with it, and uh, some other European countries as well. And of course, and and you know, it goes right back to when you talk about the Middle East. It goes right back to the end of the Second World War, because technically the Second World War hasn't ended for people in the Middle East. You know, there was the carve up from the French, the Americans and the British. And then you've got the proxy war between the Russians. And, and you know, you had all those things happening. And then you had the Shia and the the, the Shia and the, uh, uh, the Saudi. Sunni. Sunni. Sunni, the Shia and the Sunni. Yeah. You know, it was, it's all a bit of a bit of a mess, you know, and, uh, but, you know, certainly there were, and I'm not pointing any fingers, I'm going to choose my words here, but there's people yeah. that, the countries that exploited that whole, that, that whole thing, you know, that's been, it's been exploited and, 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 you know, we're, 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 we're mopping it up. You know what I mean? We're mopping it up at the moment and we will we'll, we'll continue to do so because we're talking about human beings here when we're talking about just statistics. You know, and we're there, and we're we're going to be there, and uh, you know, it's it, so that in terms of the politics, it, you know, you could wear in up to your neck in it. You know, we don't really care about that. That's yeah. not what we're yeah, about. I kind of see what yeah. you're saying because, yeah. you know, uh, at the you end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, it's it's. I think the politics are out of our reach. It's on the hands of a small minority of very wealthy individuals that control things and the rest of themselves, each other. We've got to look out for each other and yeah. instead of, uh, you know, yeah. following a polit, you know, a politician or believing yeah. in a politician is I, exactly, a waste of time. It doesn't pay to be an ideologue in this life. You know what I mean? Never mind your ideology. You know what I mean? It, get out and help people. Get out and help your brothers and sisters. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That's that's what you do. You never mean that. It's a, and and you will be empowered, but you will be empowered by that. 
you know, because that's something that you can't do. You've got two, you got two hands, use them, you know. And that 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 there's a there's a big political statement. You've got two hands, go use them for good, you know. So that's what I, I say. Couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, if <laughs> very well said. Thanks a million, Joe B. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go. Get back to what you're doing out there, and uh, you know, absolutely uh, all the best. You know, I really think it's uh, absolutely admirable and absolutely you know very courageous what what your group is doing out there. And I hope that people, you know, don't forget about you guys because yeah, give us some support. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Right. Uh, thank you so much, Rory, uh, for for having me, man. And, Likewise. Uh, I mean, it was uh, it was an honor. It was was it was it was, uh, it was a pleasure. Absolutely. <laughs> it's okay. And and God bless you anyway. All right, man. Likewise. God bless. And uh, you know, keep on doing what you're doing. Thank you, Rory. Thanks a million. Thank you soon. Take care, baby.
Oh 
There's a spot in dear Cork City, they calls Gran. Far away from all the shops and all the ponds. To get there you can pike it, you can hike it if you like it. Not a spot in dear Cork City, just like Gran. Oh, the rations they don't bother us at all. All you have to do is shout over the wall. 
You'll get tea with nice soft flavour For a pair we're all good neighbours One for all and all for one Above and grand Now when the gas restrictions came in force They didn't bother us at all of course Montanati got a glimmer Up and grand we got our dinner We got fat instead of thinner Up and grand Now the corporation tried to raise the rent And we very soon told them they had no sense the city hall, we did attack it. We said, fake that for the rackers. And that's the way we treat them, ump and grand. And now that lucky garment's out of jail, he'll be after Betty for his bit of tail. <laughs> Flashy squad cars running diesel, had a dirty two-faced weasel. You can be sure we have some beauties up and grand. Now Father O'Leary's building a new hall For the people in the north side, one and all We'll have actors and bohemians And a big shower of comedians They don't have to be afraid of us at all And when the angel Gabriel sounds the call He'll have to sound a special one for Gron They'll come flocking in their crowds. Grand will be up there in the clouds. For it's just a step to heaven up in Grand. Thank you very much. On the banks of the roses, me love and nice a town. And I took out me fiddle for to play me love a chewin' in the middle of the chewin' now she smiled and she said, Yeah, Johnny, lovely Johnny, would you leave me? Well, when I was a young one, I heard me father say that he'd rather see me dead and buried in the clay. Sooner than be married to any runaway By the lovely sweet banks of the roses On the banks of the roses we love a nice town And I took out me fiddle for to play me love a tune In the middle of the tune oh she smiled and she said Yeah, a Johnny, lovely Johnny, would you leave me? Well then I am no runaway and so when I let them know that I can take the bottle or can leave it alone And if our daddy doesn't like it He can keep his daughter at home And young Johnny will go roving with another On the banks of the roses We love and I sit down And I took out the fiddle for to play me love the shoe And in the middle of the shoe and all She smiled and she said Yeah, and Johnny, lovely Johnny, would you leave me? And when I get married, twill be in the month of May When the leaves they are green and the meadows they are gay And me and me true love, we'll sit and sport and play By the lovely sweet banks of the roses On the banks of the roses, me love and I sit down And I took out me fiddle for to play me love the tune And in the middle of the tune and all, she smiled and she said Lovely Johnny, would you
My name is Peter Amberly. I give you to understand. I belong to Prince Edward Island in that gay and virtuous land. In 1880, when the flowers were a brilliant hue, I left my native country, my fortune to pursue. I landed in New Brunswick, in that lumbering country. I hired to work in the lumbering woods south of Miramichi. I hired to work in the lumbering woods where they cut the tall spruce down. In loading two sleds from the yard, I received my deadly wound. There's danger on the ocean where the To Prince Edward Island and the island girls so true. Long may they live to roam on shore where my first breath I drew. No more I'll see those lofty ships as they go sailing by with banners floating in the breeze. Above their canvas sky When first I landed in Liverpool I went out on a spree Me money alas I spent it fast Drunk as drunk could be And when me money was all gone Twas then that I looked for more So a man must be blind To make up his mind To go to sea once more Once more, boys, once more Drunk to roll in bed. Me clothes were new, me money too. Next morning with them she fled. As daily I walked the streets around, you could hear the people roar. And there goes Jack Spratt, the old sailor lad. He must go to see one. Once more, boys, once more. 
my life I've been lost So many years been tossed Upon the seas next to my homeland And if the maker should say That it's my time today Then please know I died a happy man Oh, they died to feed their family So they died
Jimmy built the dance hall up in Leitrim Nestled in the shadow of Shimon And armed with just a gramophone and poetry and dreams Jimmy shook the system to the core For in that hall they spoke of bold ideas Of freedom, fairness and of workers' rights they talked of better treatment for the farmers Then they sang and they danced late into the Leitrim night Oh, crank up that gramophone, Jimmy We'll dance to the devil's tune right through till dawn It's quiet on the lonely lanes of Leitrim Now that Jimmy's gone now that Jimmy's gone Bishop McNamee lounged in his palace In the kingdom of Arda and Clonmacnoise 
He heard about the communist near Gowell Corrupting all those Leitrim girls and boys So off to De Valera he did scurry The Taoiseach knelt and kissed the bishop's ring Dev said he deport him, better hurry Before this pagan Grouton reveals everything Oh, crank up that gramophone, Jimmy We'll dance to the devil's tune right through till dawn It's quiet on the lonely lanes of Leitrim Now that Jimmy's gone Dev called up his henchmen in the garden to cast the rebel Jimmy from these shores. For six long months they hunted, then they caught him in the shack between Mohill and Balnamore. They threw him on a ship for New York Harbor. But one detail was missing from their scheme They couldn't kill the seed that Grouton planted You might deport the man but not the dream Oh, crank up that gramophone, Jimmy We'll dance to the devil's tune right through till dawn It's quiet on the lonely lane We'll dance to the devil's tune right through till dawn Quiet on the lonely lanes of Leitrim Now that Jimmy's gone But the dream of Jimmy Grouton still lives on Mother, she told me to give him some cake 
December 59 The howling wind and the driving rain Remember the gallant men who drowned on the lifeboat Mona was her name The wind did blow and the sea rose up Beat the land with mighty waves At St. Andrew's Bay the lightship fought The sea until her moonings gave Remember December 59 The howling winds and driving rain Remember the gallant men Who drowned on the lifeboat Mona was her name Captain signaled to the shore We must have help or we'll go down From Broti Ferry up to AM They sent the lifeboat Mona out Remember December 59 The howling winds and the driving rain Remember the gallant men who drowned on the lifeboat Mona was her name Eight men formed that gallant crew They set their boat against the main The wind's so hard and the sea's so rough We'll never see land or home again Remember December 59 The howling wind and the driving rain Runs high in the morning on Carnoustie Beach. The moon and her crew did lie. Remember December 59, the howling wind and driving rain. Remember the gallant men who drowned on the lifeboat. Moan was her name. Five lay drowned in the cabin there Two were washed up on the shore Eight men died when the boat capsized And the eighth is lost forevermore Remember December 59 The howling winds and driving rain Remember the gallant men who drowned On the lifeboat Mona her name Remember December 59 The howling wind and the driving rain The men who leave the land behind and the men who never see land again Remember December 59 The howling wind and the driving rain The men who
Things are hard in Irish town, everything was sinking down. And Pat Malone was pressed for ready cash. He for life insurance spent all his money every cent. Till all of his affairs were going to crash. Then his wife spoke up and said, Ah, then Pat, if you were dead, it's fifty thousand dollars I could take. Then Pat lay down and tried to make out that he had died. Until he smelled the whiskey at the wake. Then Pat Malone forgot that he was dead. He rose up and he shouted from his bed. If this wait goes on a minute, sure the court, he must be in it. And you'll have to keep me drunk to keep me dead. So they gave the courts a sup, just to shut him up. And laid him on a bed without a prayer. Ah, but in the morning gray, everyone was feeling gay. They all made out that Pat Malone was dead. So they took him from his bunk, still alive and awful drunk. And laid him in a coffin with a prayer. But the driver of the cart said, I'll be damned, I'll never start until I see who's going to pay the fare. Then Pat Malone forgot that he was dead. He rose up from his coffin and he said, If you dare to dump me credit, he'll be sorry that you said it. Now drive on or else the courts will break your head. So then they started out on the cemetery road The neighbors sought his widow to console And when they reached the place of Malone's last resting place They quietly lowered Patrick in the hole And Malone began to see, just as plain as one to three That he'd be sent to Satan in the end And when the rocks began to drop, he broke off the coffin top And quickly to the earth he did ascend then Pat Malone forgot that he was dead And from that cemetery he has fled It was lucky too by thunder forty Then there was thunder the day that Pat Malone forgot that he was dead
somebody under the bed Whoever could it be? I feel so very nervous I can't for Joni Joni lights the candle There's nobody there Hey hoy, diddly hoy And out goes she Skipping ropes and turning Till her aunt to play In and out of Clarendon Street In and out to pray I haven't prayed for twenty years No song, a happy song Since play went with innocence on The devil flying along We all went up to the mayor Cause now it's the holy hour I play the re-indulgence And I know our baby power
All along that dark and lonely road Not a word at all was spoken Till she stopped me at Resurrection Cemetery And the silence then was broken While she rose to leave I touched her hand like ice in every bone And I turned to look but she was gone In the dark of night alone Well in the dark and cold I was all alone I was all alone and weary Well in the dark and cold I was all alone At Resurrection
As I looked out of my window in the heart of Dublin 4, the ghost of Billy Mother went walking past my door. He wore a heavy top coat, his face was pale and thin. He looked up at my window, but I would not let him in. He looked up at my window, but I would not let him in. What was he doing walking in Upper Leeson Street? A cardboard suitcase in his hand, hobnails on his feet. He flashed up at my window, his old big toothed grin. I knew he wanted comfort, but I would not let him in. I would not let him in. I knew he wanted comfort, but I would not let him in. And be the colors retreat. The ghost of Billy Mother walked up Leeson Street. He vanished in the traffic, his suitcase full of sin. I knew he wanted comfort, but I would not let him in. I would not let him in. I knew he wanted comfort, but I would not let him in. The clock it did strike four The ghost of Billy Mulville Stood on my kitchen floor He said the fight you're fighting Johnny Is a fight you'll never win Well I locked the door inside my head And I did not let him in I did not let him in I did not let him in I locked the door inside my head And I did not let him in Stay 
station that lies near the strand Where the sea rushes in with the wild waves through the land And then you may say we had courage galore And Cassation was taken by the boys from Kyle We marched all along and our guns we did load We met a policeman on horseback he rode We asked him to surrender but the answer was no And a ball from young Conway soon levelled him low Again we marched on and our guns did reload We met Father Megan and for him we vowed He gave us his blessing saying God be your friend on the mission for freedom on which you are bent. Come shoulder your arms, come march and obey, or alas we were beaten all on the next day. Our plans were found out by some dirty old spy, and the captain Moriarty raided cast an eye. Moriarty came in on the mail car next day, to get all our brave boys for to join in the fray. To our greatest surprise, he was marched off to jail And he left us in sorrow, our loss to beware Then it's over the mountains, we then took our course Our stomachs been slack and our feet been sore We were in our number about sixty strong Surrounded by redcoats for something went wrong So hurrah for the Fenians from Cahar's Ivine No bolder nor finer in Erin were seen No braver battalion did fight for the green And the true-hearted Fenians from Cahar's For us, this war is not just a war of shooting British soldiers. It is also about coming to a final political objective, which is the creation of a 32-county democratic socialist republic to be controlled by the ordinary people for their own benefit. My name is John O'Halloran I am 81 years old I left my boyhood days behind To search for fame and gold I left my home in Trolley Town In my 22nd year I would dig the gold on England's shores and I'd make my fortune here All the weary months in search of work I tramp through street and road I shake me down in Camden town It was my first abode 
No friendly glance to cheer my heart No man to take my hand No easy goal Only rain and cold In the scot far second land Go down the trench, proud Irish man For you are strong and brave Take the shovel by the head Spit on your hands and Tear out the gods from Mother Earth From the dawn till fading light And then near this pub You'll drink your sob And hate and love and fight I love the girl in Liverpool A sweet one from Mayo I've known some girls from Tiger Bay And their teeth like virgin snow I've had my food and small shabins I've drunk the porter black A dirty bed where I lay my head And the lice crawled up my back my bones are getting weary And my shoulders, they are bent My once black hair is grey with care And my money is all spent Soon Sergeant Death will call me home and he'll take me by the hand Far from Trolley Town Lay my body down Far from my native land